Hello, world, and welcome to GadgetCast, the premiere episode, episode one. I am your host, Gregory McFadden, but I am not alone. I am joined by the dulcet tones of my co-hosts, Travis MCP. That's right. I'm here. We did it. It's a thing we now. We did it. We made a podcast. It's a it's history. We we're we're making history. I don't think, you know, I'm I'm not that experienced with podcasts. I think we're one of the first to make a podcast. Easily. This is like they're going to need to make websites that hold these things. Yeah. We've yeah, actually gonna, we called this podcast, right? You came up with the pod part. I said cast because we're going to cast it. I think we invented yeah. this. You know, gadget cast. I mean, you know, podcast, iPod. I, it all makes sense. They should make iPods. That'd be great. They, you know, Apple should bring back the iPod. Then we could. I think be that's famous. a winning strategy. That's exactly. We're making so many billion dollar ideas at this very moment. It's amazing. You know what? Let's just shut this thing down and uh, get that working. <laughs> no, but seriously, this is a tech podcast, as you can assume by the name GadgetCast. If you saw the name GadgetCast in your podcast player, you could only assume it's about tech. I would hope. But, um, you know, we, Travis and I, we wanted to create this podcast as kind of a way, I think, to go a little more in depth on tech discussions. Something because we both come from a background of YouTube videos. You actually have some experience with podcasting, which you can talk about in a bit. But we both come from this kind of YouTube area where you kind of have to structure your videos and you can't be, you can't go and do a 30 minute video every day. Sometimes I try, hmm. but you can't do that every day. And there's also just other discussions that just don't really lend themselves to video. And that's kind of why we're creating this podcast. We want to kind of maybe move the conversation on some topics. We also want to have fun with it too. YouTube videos, you're kind of alone. There's no one else really to talk to. And it is kind of hard to have a conversation there. So with this podcast, that's basically what I wanted to do. I wanted to invite people to listen to a show, get informed, and have fun. A hundred percent. And um, to your point, uh, I used to have a podcast about, yikes, years ago. Uh, 2010, 2011, I had a couple, uh, one was kind of a variety. One was a uh, mixed martial arts. And, and by the time I stopped, I, I actually had grown quite a, it was funny because as I was doing it, everyone was doing YouTube. So I was like, Oh, okay. So it took some years off, went to YouTube. Now everyone's doing a podcast. So, uh, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like I'm chasing my tail, but I hadn't, I'd always thought when I started my YouTube channel, like, okay, am I going to get back into podcasting? And the answer was no for the longest time. Recently, I became kind of more open to the idea, and then during a live stream, while you were in the live stream as well, Greg, actually, um, I just kind of flippantly put out there, yeah, I'll do a podcast sometime. I should just do one with Greg. And it was kind of funny, because you said you had been thinking about the same thing. Oh, exactly, yeah. One of my, one of my uh, New Year's resolutions for my channel was to expand a little bit into other areas and work on a podcast. We are now in October. So <laughs> a little bit, as late. you can tell, I am a procrastinator by uh, nature. So, but we're, I'm getting it done before the year. At least this isn't a 2020 project. I mean, so you, it's could, happened. you could make it a 2020 project and then you're early, you're like an overachiever. Yeah. I mean, we, if that's, we can look at it, true. I could, you know, yeah, so I think, I think we're both just here to have, fun. I'm actually really excited. So from going from not ever wanting to do podcasting again to being like super excited about it is a weird thing for me, but I'm super excited about it. I think Greg and I have slightly different thing thoughts on things, but I think we also agree on a lot of the same things. 
and because we're, I think, different in the way we approach it, I, it just makes me so excited to be a part of this. I'm yeah. super amped about this. More than I should listen, be, Listen, yeah, listen. If you're here listening to episode one, you probably already know who either me is, me, me is, is. Who, either <laughs> I am or Travis Who is, is you? Who is me? You, you probably know one of us from our YouTube channels. Obviously, so. my channel would be Greg's Gadgets. Travis was smart. He just put Travis MCP. So, you know, he's got everything worked out. I don't have everything worked out. But, uh, yeah, you, you know us from that. And if you don't know us from that, please, how, that, how did you find us? What, <laughs> please tell why? us. How yeah, would they please. tell us, Greg? Uh, well, they could tell us by if they are an anchor listener. You can mm. actually leave us a voicemail. I'm excited for that. Maybe Maybe we'll play it back. I think we should. And the way to do that is you go to anchor.fm, I think it is, uh, sign up for a free account, and uh, you should be able to do it there. Now, of course, some of you already have podcast accounts with you know Spotify or Apple or whatever, and you may go, oh, I don't know. But Anchor actually gives a lot of really cool features um, that you can help, commun- you can directly communicate with, which I'm really excited about. So if you have the interest in that, you can download it on your uh, app store, on your phone or whatever. Um, and if not, that's all right. Uh, you know, we'll have other ways of getting hold of us. At the end, we'll talk about our Twitters and Instagrams and emails and stuff. And everything that we don't talk about, just check out the description in the podcast. I'm sure you'll be able to find us, follow us, whatever. I hope so. Yeah. All right. Well, episode number one, what is the very first? And this is going to eventually be a trivia question someday. This will be on like, what is it? Jeopardy or something? I, I think this is the appropriate place to start on an episode one this is a tech podcast so you know enough patting ourselves on the back we got to get into this but i would say that you know with our experience i would say that i cover a little more apple stuff Mm -hmm. i think that's fair to say yeah i would say travis's channel maybe a little more android is that fair to say i'm somewhere in the middle it depends on the time of year actually it depends on the time of year that's not fair that's (laughs) I mean, over the last month or something, it's been a lot of Apple. Um, yeah, maybe that's not fair. Yeah, I, I don't actually know. I don't, I don't know what you would call my channel a mess at the moment. But it feels like <laughs> call it a mess. Well, I think we can both agree we don't do much Microsoft content. No, we do not do that. We both don't cover Microsoft too much. So, But there was a Microsoft event, and they had a lot of product announcements, like a lot. Like, I'm looking at this list. We got Surface earbuds. Mm-hmm. We got a Surface Pro 7, yeah. a Surface laptop, another Surface, a Surface Pro X, <laughs> a Surface Neo, and a Surface Duo. Mm. This is like a packed event. Yeah, I, I'm so like, I don't understand um, why. The, so there's a there's a there's an approach that some companies make, which is a big shotgun. They take out a bunch of different products and just shotgun them out there and hope for the best. And hope that at least a couple will stick. And then if they, if one of them doesn't, they just quietly like just uh, didn't. We never really said that was coming out. But they they are kind of a lot of these overlap each other. So like the earbuds can go can work with any of these devices. Uh, the difference between like a pro versus the laptop slightly different. Like there's these kind of gray areas here, and it I'm really curious as to how these are supposed to work together, and and who specifically is supposed to buy which yeah, one. Let's. Let's talk about that first product, Surface Earbuds. Now, famously, you're not an earbud guy. I've heard that before, that you're not really well, into late, earbuds. True. And lately I've been wearing some only because I've been going to the gym, believe it or not. Uh, but yes, in general, I'm not. And those things look ridiculous when they're on the outside of your ear. They're like this big, Ooh. flat, white thing. 
Okay. I know, I know we're just getting out of the cycle of, Hey, let's be positive for tech. Let's, huh. uh, let's not mock things straight out of the gate. Yeah. The design on these things <laughs> pretty terrible. Looks crazy to me. <laughs> I don't know terrible. how this got approved. They look like either like those, um, old batteries that were like circular or the, uh, they look like my Apple Watch charger if you yeah, cut off the wire. Really it's like, do. I don't know what these are supposed to... I don't understand. I, I can't see anyone wearing these. No, personally. I, they just look weird. Now, the idea behind that flat surface is a much easier way to control them, which I can appreciate. However, right. they look so ridiculous. And I, well, here's the thing. Let's take a step back. They seem to, to look ridiculous. But then again, the AirPods looked a little ridiculous when they first came out. Now everyone wears them. So... Do you think do you think Microsoft can pull that off like like Apple could? Do you think we're going to see everyone walking around with Surface earbuds? I think if Apple came out with those eventually they would be accepted, which is kind of a weird thing to say, but it totally is. But anyway, you bring up a good point with AirPods. So, I honestly don't think Apple gets enough credit in this space. A lot of people will point to modern Apple and they will say Apple doesn't innovate anymore. When's the last time they came out with a product that revolutionized an area? I look at AirPods and I see all the products that are coming out. We now have the Surface earbuds, obviously. Amazon just came out with their own version yep. of these. Um, mm -hmm. Google tried their hand at doing Pixel Buds. They weren't that good. They might be working on more. Yeah. Um, but uh, even even Samsung, they have Galaxy Buds. Every, yeah. Everyone seems to be coming out with their own version of wireless earbuds. Yeah. And I really think that before Apple, you saw like a couple like no-name third-party manufacturers yep. making these. They weren't that good. Mm -hmm. And then here comes Apple. All of a sudden, everyone's making it. And that's 100% true. And the thing is, and the reality is, is for as many people who might not like Apple or try to give hate on Apple, this is true. They tend to set the stage for others to follow. Interestingly, even when they're not the ones necessarily to bring out the technology first, they like to refine. However, AirPods, again, not earbuds were not new, but... As soon as they did it, like there were all types of knockoffs and everything. And it's the same thing with like the notch. I even talked about this in a video where the notch was never a thing. Uh, Apple did it. And then a bunch of Android phones did it. And, and it, it felt like they weren't paying attention to the reason that Apple did it. It was a compromise. It wasn't like a cool thing. I felt like all the Android phones were doing it because they thought it was some type of fashionable look. No, Apple did it specifically because of Face ID and all these other the phones that came out didn't really have like an advanced face ID where they needed to do the notch. Like there was no, it didn't make any sense. So this year it's a little different as Android tends to be going more towards full screen stuff. And you know, Apple right now is still notchless. The point is, is that whenever their next move is, I guarantee others are going to follow. And this is from a guy that carries Android everywhere I go. It's weird. Yeah. It's, um, it's very interesting to see like the market adopt this. Now I think the notch, obviously that's, uh, what a misplaced uh, strategy for Android during that first iPhone 10 launch where all these manufacturers seem to copy it. But for earbuds, you know, that's a good market to follow in. And, you know, I'm not knocking Microsoft for trying to get into this market. Um, they actually made the uh, Surface headphones as well, which a lot of people seem to like. So maybe people will buy these earbuds. The starting price $250, though, does seem a little bit steep to me. Yeah, they're jumping into the deep end. They did this with those headphones last year. What were those one really nice um, noise-canceling headphones last year? I think they're just called Surface Headphones. Yeah, they were super expensive, too. Uh, I never got a chance to really try them on. But they do kind of just, I guess what they're thinking is, A, they're Microsoft, and B, they don't want to come out with like an inexpensive 
piece of hardware. Like it just, I don't think it matches with what Microsoft thinks of themselves. So they had to kind of go deep end, but I, I, I think they went too deep. <laughs> they just jumped right into the deep end without knowing how to swim. So we'll see. I mean, when they fully come out and the reviews start coming out, we'll see. Um, but they just look crazy. So I, I just don't know. I don't know. They could have passed on that. Yeah. Okay. So we also have some other products that Microsoft announced. These are probably a little bit less exciting. So just to rattle these off, we have the Surface Pro 7, which is an update to the Surface Pro 6. Basically looks the same. They added USB-C, 10th gen Intel processors. And then we also have the Surface Laptop. They introduced a 15-inch size. And then they also got rid. Well, you can still get it on the 13-inch, but they used to have like that fabric keyboard cover. You know oh, what I'm yeah, talking yeah, about? Yeah. Now they add it just like regular aluminum. I think uh, the fabric thing is kind of a cool feel, but in in actual execution, like you get things kind of stuck on it and it gets all ratty and kind of nasty. Yeah, I've, I've heard some things of uh, not good uh, durability, longevity. It doesn't, yeah. doesn't look nice as it ages. It looks cool, <laughs> right? But then... Yeah. Yeah, then when you're actually like dealing with it, it's like, oh, now there's like part of a Pop-Tart that I accidentally ground into there when I was surfing the web for the latest Greg's Gadgets. Oh, of you course, know. you got to do that on your Microsoft on your Surface. Microsoft I'm, sure Surface that's, yeah. I'm sure that's the target uh, demo. <laughs> I'm sure. that's. You might want to check your analytics. You yeah, I check my analytics. They have a specific <laughs> analytic, uh, Surface Pro 7, uh, <laughs> Surface Laptop. 90% of uh, Greg's Gadgets viewers. Uh, Strange. That's, that's high. I think. Yeah. I wonder, I wonder though, is like the Surface Laptop going to be something that's really going to... I mean, the, so the, the Surface Pro, all those have been kind of a darling for people that have used them. They've liked them. I don't know that they've sold a tremendous amount of them. But it does, it is like one of the only kind of tablets out there that can be used for, quote, professional use. Um, the Surface laptops, though, and stuff like that, those have a much larger kind of competition because laptops are manufactured by, like, everybody. So where the Surface doesn't really have a lot of competition, like the laptops do, what are they bringing to the table that truly makes them different than any kind of laptop I can get that I, that ordinarily I would just go buy? I think they're just going for that MacBook air target audience and it runs windows. Like if you look at it, especially now that it has like just a regular aluminum top to the keyboard, mm -hmm. it looks very much like a MacBook air. Uh, and I think that's basically what they're going for. They're going for that, target audience it's interesting that they introduced a 15 inch version of the laptop yeah um, they also have that higher end version that's just called the surface book where you can actually like detach the screen from it mm. but the strategy here just seems weird to me with you have surface pro which you know their their initial marketing with it was always this is the tablet that can replace your laptop mm. but then they find out that people just like laptops so they come out with yeah. just a regular laptop that's kind of my point um, yeah. that's the thing. It's, it's so weird. Uh, and also like Microsoft isn't really super well known unless I'm missing something for like desktops. So they don't even necessarily have like the combo, right? Well, it's, it's funny you mentioned that because they do have that surface studio, mm. which is an all in one desktop. And I think that's probably one of their, the coolest Microsoft products. Like I usually judge like a pro, like I, I use Mac OS. I use a lot of mm -hmm. programs that I just can't use on Windows to get my work done. And I'm a Mac guy. I like Mac OS better than Windows. But there are certain products that I look at. The Surface Studio is one of those products that I look at and I go, wow, mm. I might want like an Apple version of that machine. Interesting. Because it's just so, the way it's designed, 
the way you can pull it down close to you. You bring out the pen if you want to draw on it. It looks very like futuristic. Now, there are some like negatives to it. Performance on that machine isn't great. And if you're in that all-in-one desktop space, you might need something that's going to be like really good with performance. And these latest iMacs that they released have been pretty good with performance. So mm-hmm. I don't know if even, even if they offered that kind of option with the same performance, if I'd go with it. But it's definitely a cool product. Yeah. I, I mean, they are doing some interesting things. I just it's funny because as cool as some of the things they they've come out with are, I'm trying to think of anyone I've ever met that's had any of them. Um, I've seen. No, a, and a, it's, yeah. it's, it's not a product that seems to be penetrating like as you might expect for Microsoft. But again, it's it is still a popular device. I do see them around. Yeah. I mean, the surfaces I sometimes see, but um, it'll be interesting to see if we see anything like the Duo or the Neo, which are the things most people are talking about, folding tech, essentially. Okay, let's let's jump right into yeah. it. So Surface Neo, let's talk about that first. So this is two nine-inch displays that's held together by a hinge. Now, there is a gap in the middle of the display. So yeah. it's not like a Galaxy Fold. It's not like you open it up and all of a sudden you have a full screen experience. Mm-hmm. It's kind of, and I feel like they pitched, uh, pitched it this way, two different screens. And you can like move different apps to each screen for productivity. Mm-hmm. They kind of showed like you can use both screens together. But ideally, it looks like kind of like more of a multitasking device. Do you think there's like any... Like, do you look at this product and do you, do you get excited for it? Do you see like a use case for you? Well, I think the the whole folding thing is interesting. Uh, with the Galaxy Fold now out and people who are receiving them seeming to really like them, other than the fact that they're kind of fragile, a lot of people seem to like them that have them. There's something to it um, as to how much of something to it there is, is, is kind of questionable. Something like this where you have like a larger surface, um, I could kind of see that because a, a laptop is a foldable device, essentially. If you get rid of the keyboard, you literally just put another monitor there and it's just, it's a foldable thing. So this is basically that in a slightly smaller version. Um, whether people will, and here's the other thing. So a lot of people say, well, about tactile nature of a keyboard will never be beaten. Well, People thought that when um, iPhone came out and people were like, well, BlackBerry has an actual keyboard. You're never going to get people to switch over. Now you can't find any smartphone with a physical keyboard on anymore. So I think as you're growing, as people are growing up, kids are used to that coming out, uh, never having like a keyboard attached to a lot of devices. This actually becomes a device they get used to. And maybe they just, you know, as, as people age, it just becomes something you just accept. Like, okay, well, it's, there's no more keyboard because it's all virtual. Um, and a lot of people can reject that, but the reality is, is kids, you know, growing up are eventually going to be the adults of tomorrow and they're going to be used to something completely different than the people of today. So, um, there is a possibility that this is the beginning of that. Uh, it's hard to say. It's kind of of a half step because it actually does come with like a little physical keyboard. It doesn't look like it has like much travel or anything like that. Right. But you can kind of like slide it and then it kind of gives you like a touch bar. At that point, why bother? You know? Right. Um, but it's interesting. I'm, I'm not sure. Like, again, like my 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 kind of like thinking is I look at something like this and I go, OK, do I want a device like this? Like if no. Apple, if Samsung or someone else is making this, do I want this in my life? Not yet. And yeah, I'm 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 not yet. And I'm not sure I see the practicality in something like the Neo. Like if you look at like what it is. 
it's two nine-inch displays. So if you think, okay, this is going to be my laptop replacement. I'm going to get this. I'm going to have two displays, one in the bottom, one at the, one at the top, and I'm going to get all this work done. Well, you start looking at the display size of nine inches and you realize, oh, that's actually not that big. Like most laptops are like 13.3 inches and that's like a small screen. Yeah. So all of a sudden you have like this like cramped like iPad screen, like the first gen iPad, not even the pros. And it's kind of like pitched as like this like super productivity device. I'm just not sure if that's what it's going to be or more of like, not, like it kind of reminds me of like netbooks in a way, even though it is trying something new. Yeah. So but, I got the Neo and Duo, Duo confused when I was talking about the flat. And the funny thing about that is, is that's another problem. Like I think the names are too similar, but they're different. They're, they're different devices. Yeah. The Neo is the laptop. Yeah. One. So the, that one, there are laptops out right now that kind of look like that with the, the, I think Asus has a laptop that actually has kind of the, the, the um, LCD. Well, actually it's OLED right above the keyboard. And right. at that point I feel like, why so essentially what it is it's like a it's like a fake laptop fake small laptop i mean i guess it is a laptop in a lot of ways with us an extra um display which is what i think like i said asus is doing right now so is it really like any kind of evolutionary thing uh and when i and i specifically said evolution not not revolutionary because this is not revolutionary uh it's evolutionary for sure and does it matter are people going to I think from a usability standpoint, it's going to be too weird. It's too weird to have like this thing right above your keyboard, but it's not the screen that you're interacting with. I, for me, it's too weird. Again, as people are are learning how to use devices in the first place, and if that's like something they're used to, it's never weird for them. But for me, it would be weird. So I would not purchase, would not buy. One yeah, out of it's, 10. it's definitely weird. And I do want to give Microsoft credit for like doing something new. Like yeah. yeah. Every- Things are like exciting. Like yeah. there's like some like a lot of new ideas where like maybe in like the past two years it kind of felt like, oh here's another phone. Yeah. Oh here's another laptop. Now all of a sudden you have folding phones that are like really ambitious, like the Galaxy Fold. Yep. You have a more maybe more practical approach because I'm sure this is going to be more dur- durable with the Surface Neo and Surface Duo. Um, but let's talk more about the Duo again because yeah. you mm-hmm. said you got confused by that. So yeah. that's that's the smaller version. Yes. Now, they were very careful on stage. I don't know if you watched the event. They mm. kind of said, this isn't a phone. It can take phone calls, but don't, but don't think of it as a phone. So is, like, who, like, if this isn't a phone, is someone really going to buy this and then also have a smartphone? Like, well, isn't that you, kind of like overlapping what these things are? So, and that's funny you say that. I think maybe in next episode, we should talk about what comes next in tech. I think uh, that would be a great thing for our next episode for sure. But without digging too deeply into that, um, yeah, it doesn't make sense. That's like a PDA. Remember those PDAs back in the day where people were buying PDAs because the phones at the time didn't have the capabilities that they do now. You you have to call it a phone or you have to call it irrelevant. Yes. It doesn't make sense. And if you think about it, if you think about your what you do on a smartphone, yeah. you're very rarely taking calls with it. Yeah. And even if you are taking calls, you probably don't want to be on that call <laughs> anyway. You'd probably be rather doing something else. You're probably just like, hey, Message me. I don't want to deal with this. True story. So I, I can see the appeal of that. Like, do you really need, like, how often do you use your phone? But then you run into the whole other problem of the these devices have no external display. Every time you want to use it, it's a process. You take yeah. it out of your pocket, you open it up. They're, like the Galaxy Fold, obviously you want to open it up because yeah. that's where the big screen is. 
but they do have a smaller display if you want to check right. your notifications, if you do want to just answer a phone call, yep. if you just want to see something very quickly. Yeah. These devices are a little more involved. Yeah. And, w- and what problem is it solving? Is the really most, in- the, the critical question that they have to answer with this. It sounds like it's actually adding problems, which right, then, yeah. Yeah, which then makes it a failure of a product. If it's adding problems and then trying to solve those added problems, you've done nothing. You've been on a treadmill and gone nowhere. So I feel like they shouldn't make this. I'm not going to say they shouldn't make it. <laughs> Unless it's a I'm phone. Excited. I, make it I a might phone. pick one of these up depending on the price. There is no price, by the way. Yeah. This, they announced this a year in advance. Well, that's this the is problem. holiday 2020 yeah, stuff. Yeah. This is like, and what's crazy to me about this and the designs on these devices, they kind of look older. They like do. they have like big like bezels. They look like the Neo in particular looks like you just took two iPad Airs, glued <laughs> them together on a hinge, and went, Here you go. Yeah. Here, and the thing is this. that looks bad now. Imagine next year after all the stuff that's we've seen what I, next year. Yeah. This is the first generation of the Galaxy Fold. Who knows with a year if maybe they can improve the durability. I mean, it seems like they have improved the durability. I've only heard of one broken where yeah. You know, that's still not good. But last time, one broke, then yeah. another broke, then yeah. another broke. Yeah. So it looks like they they did something with the durability to fix that again. Those just launched. We're going to have to wait like a year to really see. To really know, yeah. You know, if, if your phone breaks in a year, it's still not good. Exactly. 100%. But but it's still, it's still more futuristic than these devices. So if this is Samsung's first attempt and they can refine that, make it even better, make it more durable, come out again by the time these come out it's probably competing against the galaxy fold 2 yeah just seems a little bit strange like okay these kind of look these kind of look old already like if you said these are 2019 devices i'd go yeah okay yeah but like just looking like a whole year in advance yeah, I'm i like, know man oh, what's gonna be out then i mean look at the things that came out this year uh, already and the the full screen um kind of uh, android phones and even the iphone that at first we made fun of but now we kind of love um sure it's 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 a weird, it's a weird thing. Now, I, what I'm hoping is this entire time they're not locked into that actual look for a year. I mean, I can't imagine that they are. I, I almost feel like there's no way that they are. However, if for some stupid reason they are actually locked into that look for a year, the, planned obsolescence isn't even the word. It's like it's a whole new word. Like, why even bother is, is the phrase. It's not even a word. It's a phrase. Why even bother? Planned obsolescence. That's such a cool word, cool phrase. I love that. Um, one I'm more. Not, th- I'm not for it. <laughs> right. I'm against that phrase. Right, I think it's a great phrase. Planned obsolescence. I hate. I hate. I hate when I go into my comment section <laughs> and like you like you leave like a phone review. Yeah. And there's always some like they made this device for planned obsolescence. It's not going to work in two years. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> not really. I mean, that's, yeah, I will say one thing, and this can be like the final thing we go into today. Uh, since we're, you know, we're doing pretty good on time. Um, Apple has, has done this thing Talk and I've it. mentioned this on, uh, my videos before. I'd be interested to see what you, what you think they're, they're doing too good of a job from a business perspective. Of keeping did they people do the phones. impossible? Did they did they turn it all around? No, I don't think. No, I think from a business standpoint, I know you're being you're being silly. But from my point, if I was a business guy, I would say you were supporting these phones way too long. Uh, like four years is too much. It's way too much. I don't want to be supporting people on the success. If I am, you know, an Apple person who wants to get more money for the company, 
I'm saying seven is the cutoff for this year, and we got to think about going into a two-year kind of thing. But that's why people love Apple too. I mean, I, so there's that. Like they've kind of painted themselves in a corner. Kind of wins like, customers in a way, you know. You, in a way, you know that your devices support it for longer, so you you stick with it. Yeah, but then now you're fighting these last couple of years. You're fighting to try to figure out new ways to bring in income and stuff because you're selling less and less phones because people are holding on to them longer now. Before, and I get this in the comments. Oh, you're trying to say that. They, uh, listen, I'm not trying to say that Apple needs to cut down their support and everything. From our from a consumer standpoint, it's great. It's freaking awesome. But from a business standpoint, it's really interesting that they've stuck with this, especially when you consider how uh, Jobs may have been okay with that and maybe would have pushed that, I think, uh, maybe. Um, but you would think now with kind of the more monetary – uh, look outlook of Apple that that would be one of the things they sh they would start cutting. It's like, hey, we need to bring that in a little bit because it's it's a lot of years. Four years is a lot of time. Like it's a lot. Matter of fact, if you look at uh, Mr. Who's the Boss, did a really cool video of buying every single iPhone and then comparing the cameras of them. I mean, it was a phenomenal video. I love Mr. We'll probably have him on at some point. Um, it's weird, like how crazy and how good the camera has been just over the last like three years. Just over the last three years. And there's people out there that have no idea. They have a phone that's taking pictures they think is good, and they have no idea how much better stuff is now. And you could bump them into upgrading if you just stop giving them updates. Just saying. Well, uh, again, this is this is a pro-business, anti-consumer thing. So people are hearing you saying this, yes. and they're freaking out going, I hate whoa, consumers. whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> don't, give them, don't give Apple any ideas, Travis. I don't think they're listening yet, but... but but in a way, in a way, I don't know if it is ever going to do that. I think, I think maybe these devices are going to get supported longer and longer in a way because you look at something like the iPhone 11, you look at the processor it has inside of it, and Amazing. it's like, okay, these things are like, you know, it's benchmarks, but these things are like taking on like desktop computers. Yeah, it's pretty nuts. They're, they're super powerful, and um, I think they can do more. I would love to see Apple transform them into the one device you need and then just you come home you put it on something and now it's on your tv as like a laptop uh it's it's over here doing this doing your apple tvs like it's doing everything you just place it on something as you walk in the door it's charging it and it's remotely shooting like all the things your apple tv is now on your tv it's seamless and if you want to go over to oh that's a phone call if you want to go over to um, should have got the uh, Microsoft uh, Duo. <laughs> yeah. Except for that's not a phone. The Neo and a Duo. Yeah, Either exactly. one is a you phone. Know, you, They're not that phones. wouldn't have happened if you had the Duo. They're that's pointless. A, that's yes. a, I could have said, listen, you can't call me on this thing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> at the end of the day, I would love to see something like that. You walk in the door. You put your phone on a mat, which wirelessly charges it. You go into the living room, turn on your TV, and it's it's broadcasting basically Apple TV from your phone. Uh, you can take a call within your house over using the HomePod, which Viper hates. And, um, you know, and you're just walking around the house and everything works through your phone. Like you don't need anything else. That is where we get into some cool stuff. And I want my check cut to me immediately for that. That idea. That that sounds futuristic. I like the sound of it. One device for everything. Just walk in, displays, activate, HomePod. Greg, I'm a genius, and I think anyone who's loving this self-proclaimed self <laughs> self-proclaimed genius and the award-winning podcast uh, podcaster, if you want to find out more about me, you should find me Travis MCP anywhere on the internet, whether it be YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, all the things. 
that's where you can find me. Greg, where in the world can they find you? Oh, you know, Travis, I made a video today. Oh, Lord. You know, I made a video. And I, I told you before, I'm really bad at plugging, like, my Twitter and my Instagram. <laughs> now, I made these, I have these banners uh-huh. on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. And I looked at my video, and I was, like, 95% of the way done. I'm like, I got to remember to put those in. <laughs> and you didn't I do it. Pu- I, 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 I rendered. I, I got it done. I hit upload. And that was it. Dude. Processing was done. I hit publish. I went, oh, oh. No. You know, here's the thing. I put, I put it in my description so I never forget. But I never remember to put it anywhere else. I try to say something about it in my video. It's, like it's always it. in my description, but I, yeah. you know, I want to put it in the video. Hundred so percent. No, I told. I, and because, I think you're probably right. Because my YouTube channel is Greg's Gadgets. Yes. Pretty good name. Yeah, I not think. too bad. But my Twitter is at Gregory McFadden. My name. That's a brand problem. So That's a branding. A lot problem. of people, you know, watching my videos might go, "Ooh, let's look at the uh, Greg's Gadgets Twitter." That's not me. That's not. That, yeah, we don't mm-hmm. actually know who that. Who is that? Is that somebody? Oh, no, maybe he listens. Hmm. Get in contact. Maybe. Please, yes. Let us let work us buy out, your. Let's work a deal out. Yeah, let's buy your Twitter thing for so one shout out things. on the podcast. But you, but you can find me on Instagram at Greg's Gadgets. That wasn't taken. No. Oh. Apparently, Twitter Greg's ga- Greg's Gadgets isn't a photo <laughs> guy. <laughs> Just the weirdest thing. <laughs> Oy vey. Uh Greg, tell these people uh, what they need to do to subscribe to this thing. Because I don't even know. I don't listen to podcasts anymore. Maybe this is our now. first episode, so yeah. if we get a few things wrong, you have to forgive us. Please do. But I believe, I believe the way a podcast works is you have the podcast client you're on. Yeah. Most of you, probably Apple Podcasts. That seems to be the most popular. Okay. If you're on Apple Podcasts, just a nice little subscribe button. Nice. Just hit it. Nice. You know, just follow that episode. Hit, put on the notifications every, you know, every Monday you want to be here. Is that a thing? You want is it that, downloaded. They have notifications? Yeah, you can. Holy get crap. notified. Oh, you're supposed to review us. You're supposed to review us, right? You told me to say that. Oh, that's right. Well, I'm not done. Oh. Let me let me finish my plug, <laughs> Travis. Sorry. I'm hyping it up. If you're on Spotify, I assume it's the same. If you're on Anchor, come on. You know what to do. That's right. You're listening to this somewhere. You don't know how to use anything anymore. I got to tell you how to do everything. You know what to do. Do it. Do all those things. What's wrong with also, you? Also, leave a review. Yes. Not I don't a bad want one. any zero star reviews. No. Five stars. Only. This was a five star podcast. Easily. You're listening. You're wasting your time. <laughs> Who are you listening to? <laughs> MKHD DVD? That's silly. Outdated. No one does that. MKVHD. Outdated. He's done already. He's done. He's done. He's on YouTube. Old podcast. Yeah. This is Travis. Newest. I think we can both agree. This is a newer podcast. It is. MKVHD. This is actually a great point that you bring up. And for mm-hmm. a great price. Of free. Free. Subscribe. Yeah. That's all right. you got to do. Well, I'm going to play all this right, thing You ready? You ready that, for this outro? You ready to do this? Everyone, oh, get hyped. an outro? Yeah, we're going to do an outro. Oh, no. He's about to do it. Everyone, get oh, ready. Uh, this is live. This, this is live. I don't know what I'm doing. No, no. This is going to be interesting. All right, everyone. Episode one, people. Episode one. Here we go. Ready? And here we go. Say goodbye. Goodbye, everyone. Thank you for joining us on GadgetCast. 